This podcast is provided for general information only and assumes a certain level of knowledge of financial markets. It is not an invitation to make an investment and should not be construed as advice. The views in this podcast are those of the contributors at the time of publication and do not necessarily reflect those of Investec Asset Management. Value of investments can fall as well as rise and losses may be made. In South Africa, Investec Asset Management is an authorised financial services provider. Let's talk UK politics now. On the telephone with me is Russell Silverstone, who's the co-head developed market foreign exchange and rates at Investec Asset Management in London. Congratulations, Russell, because you have a new prime minister. Boris Johnson has been elected by the Conservative Party. I think 159,732 people voted and he got 92,000 of the votes versus Jeremy Hunt. First of all, first question, what have the markets done? How have they reacted to Boris Johnson's appointment? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I would say it was widely expected anyway. Um, sterling against the dollar is marginally weaker than yesterday's close. We're 124 and a half. Um, we're marginally stronger against a, a euro, which is actually quite weak today. Um, the bond market, the UK gilt market is doing very little. Yields are largely unchanged, but they are pretty much close to historic lows, which which is um, obviously um, a, a slight sort of worry about the economic outlook. Um, um, and the um, equity index um, is a little bit, um, a little bit better for choice, um, sort of three quarters of a percent up to 4100. Um, but that's actually lagging um, wider um, eurozone indices today. So markets, in practice, what this means for us is, 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 um, and actually for the wider economy, is the uncertainty is massive. Uh, it's really, really hard, I think, to 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 invest when um, price action in markets is being dominated by, by politics. Um, you know, you're, you're, you're a tweet away from sort of up 1%, 2% down in asset prices. That makes our life quite difficult. Um, that's obviously a double-edged sword, of course. Um, so, so what we really need is, is some sort of clarity over, over what's going to happen one way or the other. Um, and, and, and what you've been seeing market-wise over the past few, few weeks and months is that you know, if you think at any one time a market price discounts a range of possible outcomes. What's been happening over recent weeks is, is that range of possible outcomes has been shifting towards no deal Brexit. And that's why Sterling's been falling, because you know, the market's view is, this is a disaster. Um, whatever your political views, that's the market's view. Mm. Um, and, 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 and so the honest answer, Lindsay, is, is we've been sitting on the sidelines. Um, you know, some colleagues would say that you know, if you can't think of a reason to buy an asset such as Sterling, or currency such as Sterling, then actually you should be buying it um, anyway. But, but actually... You know, it, it's very difficult until we get some sort of clarity. If you just looked at it objectively, um, sterling is possibly, you know, marginally cheap, but the economy is 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 actually looking very weak at the moment. Um, I think we're flirting with recession, uh, and you've got this sort of possible downside from a no deal Brexit that could see sterling fall another ten percent. So, so we are mm. we are firmly sitting on the fence. I'm afraid. Okay, so it doesn't change your your view at the moment. You're just going to wait and see. I think that's exactly right. Just just because you know you you have this sort of range of outcomes, which which could be a you know a possible ten percent um, downside on sterling. If we just walk away from the EU with no deal, um, you know a, a, a quick, sharp, and sudden recession, 
and that could, you know, that's going to increase inflation. It's going to reduce um, disposable income for people. So, so you know, economically, it's not going to be good. Um, but then, of course, you know, in theory, there's also an awful lot of pent-up demand in the UK. Don't forget, this has been dragging on for seems like an eternity, but it's, it's three and a what's that, three and a quarter years now. Um, and 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 there's a lot of pent-up um, investment demand, for example. So once we actually get clarity, then UK assets could 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 improve quite quickly. And on the five-year view, um, you know, they they're, they're clearly cheap. But we just need to get we need to get over this and get some sort of clarity one way or, or another. And you know, I think that is actually why Boris has won. You know, he's the he's the guy that stood up and said, you know, come head or high water, you know, we're gonna we're gonna resolve this by the 31st of October, come what may. Uh, and, yes. and and that's what that's why he's got voted in. Yes, it's gone what may, actually, uh, because she's going tomorrow. But uh, the 10% you talk about, and this is by no means a recommendation, but something that you think might be a possibility for sterling against the US dollar, you see it maybe going maybe to 110.15 should the ghastly prospect, or what some people see as the ghastly prospect of a no-deal Brexit occur, you could be looking at that sort of level, which we haven't seen for a long, long time. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we, we uh, I think you just have to stand back and, you know, some, some of this must be in the price, okay? Um, but, but if you just stand back and think about it, you know, we're walking away from the, from the, from the world's largest single market, um, but we're not walking away in an orderly fashion. You know, we, 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 we literally, we have integrated supply chains that, 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 that are delivering goods, um, you know, with, 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 within a couple of hours from the continent. Um, you know, you come, you, you come to the UK and you go to the port of Dover, you know, there are endless lines of trucks coming through there. Yes. Um, you know, if we literally stop that, um, you know, you, 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 you're, you're going to have a, 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 literally, a literally a sudden stop. Um, services, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here in the city of London, one of the, one of the, you know, the, the world's global financial centres, you know, how, how, how does that cope? Um, and, and, and so, you know, you're going to have massive sort of confusion. It will be short term and then, of course, we'll, we'll come to some sort of arrangement, but yes, Escape for any economy in that sort of um, uh, scenario is a currency, and, and 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 there is no doubt that sterling would take that flag. Um, the other way to look at this is, is perhaps think about what the Bank of England have done, and and and, and they had a stress test um, to to see whether the banks could withstand this, which incidentally they could. The UK banks are, are absolutely solid, interestingly. Um, yes. But 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 you know they were looking at a 25% down in the currency and said, you know, can can our banking sector withstand that? I mean that's really extreme but you know it, 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 we, we are in that sense pretty robust but that, that's the sort of numbers they're put on to really stress the system. Russell Silverstone thank you so much for your time.